Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Voices of Roderon. It is your host, Anthony Perez, with my co-host here, Allison Ray. And today's topic is going to be about cooking. <laughs> um, our differences in what we cook because we come from different cultures. Um... Whether we like cooking or baking, because I'm more of a baker than a cooker. I hate cooking, but I like baking. And we've been watching House Kitchen, so, like, we've kind of been obsessed with food recently. So, yeah. Um, I want to start off by saying that... I, like I just said, I prefer baking. It's a lot more fun to me. Um, you know, you have a lot more colors, and I feel like you could mess around a lot more with baking than cooking, in my experience, because, like, there's just so much you could do with sweets, and you could be creative with it. Like, if you were to do it with chicken, like, you could cut it in just so many ways, but you could shape dough, like, infinitely to me. Um, and then, again, with the colors, you know, especially during Christmas time, oof, obviously the gingerbread houses, um, you can make a whole bunch of different cookies and stuff. Same with Halloween and Valentine's, which is coming up. Um, which, by the way, I would like to do an early announcement. Next week's episode is going to be about, um, Valentine's and our beliefs in it. What we think about the holiday, how it's changed for us. Because, again, we are LGBT, so after realizing who we really are, obviously that's going to change for us. So, yeah. This early announcement, that's what it's going to be next week, but back on topic. I just like baking. <laughs> like, you have so much downtime, too, in waiting for the dough to rise while it's baking. You could do other stuff. What are your thoughts? Well, I don't, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> I like doing both. I probably prefer cooking because I love to experiment especially with different spices and stuff like that whenever I'm cooking mm -hmm. you don't with baking you can't experiment as much it's very much you kind of have to follow the base recipe or it's just not going to turn out um Later. baking tends to be a little more stressful for me I would say than cooking does like, cooking, you have a lot more going on at once, usually. But baking, you have to be, like, right on with your measurements, or it's it, it's just not going to come out. Um, yeah, growing up... Vanilla extracts. Yeah, stuff like that. Or, like, milk uh, ratio to flour, anything, really. Um, And I feel like people who generally like baking more one of the big parts they like is like decorating their stuff afterwards mm -hmm. i am not good at that <laughs> i i am the creative 
capability of a walnut. And I have the artistic capabilities of a peanut. So even worse, right? Um, so I, I like decorating stuff. I, I can't do it. Um, we're cooking. You don't really have to worry about that. And you just have so much more freedom with it. You can make really, really yummy stuff. You can make it sweet or you can make savory stuff. You can make just about anything you can think of with cooking. Um, any taste, like palate or taste uh, flavoring with it. Um, although, it's a little weird for me because I, if I'm doing it by myself, I like cooking more. But if I'm doing it with other people, like either baking or cooking, I definitely like baking more. Like, me and my mom always bake together, so it's, like, baking's kind of weird to me because I don't really like doing it, honestly, that much, but it brings back a lot of, like, good memories of, like, hanging out with my mom and, like, baking stuff, especially around Christmas time with her, um, or just in general, because she, uh, she very much, I, I don't know which one she likes more, I would say probably baking, but, um. She's a very, very, very talented cook and baker. Um, and yeah, baking just brings back fond memories that cooking I don't have as much with. Um, but at the same time, I don't know. I just find cooking more kind of relaxing, I guess. I like the um, hecticness of it. The thing with cooking... Mm. No, honestly, the thing with cooking, I'm kind of scared because I've had. Hold on. Um, I've had. Sorry. Uh, someone walked in. I've had um experiences with my family where like they into some accidents with the cooking oil where it like has splashed on their face especially my aunt and there was a period of time where she like it was this would happen in my elementary school so she couldn't pick me up from it because the oil burnt her so bad that her whole face got burned and it was like super red and it was peeling and ever since then i've like been scared that that happens to me. And then... Um... Yeah, I mean, frying's its own beast. I worked at a restaurant and I have... I got burns all over yeah. my hands, my arms, my face from frying stuff. Um, that's a whole nother beast in it, in it of itself. I don't fry a lot of things. Yeah, and then um, with baking, you really just have the oven there. Like, it's not really, like, like, it's just heat. You just put the mittens on and that's it. But, like, with oil, that thing, like, pops everywhere. And then uh, the one thing I will give cooking, I feel like it's a lot less messier. A lot less yeah, messy? Definitely. A lot less mess with it because, um baking you got the flour everywhere going everywhere oh my god a mess then you have like icing 
falling or like on your fingers and it gets sticky and stuff like that. You don't get that Ugh, with I cooking. That. Like you just get sometimes. Yeah, like sometimes you just like season up the meat or the chicken or whatever, but then like that's it. You just wash your hands, but like if you've ever had like dry dough on your hands, I forget if it's dry. No, I think it is dry. Like that thing sticks on your hand forever. Mm-hmm. It's such a pain to remove. And then I don't have this machine, but like those little like mixers. You know what I'm talking about? Stand or hand? I think that like. Stand ones or hand ones? Like handheld? It's. um No, it's like. The, the whisks. It's like a whisk machine. Yeah, but like, do you hold it in your hand or does it just sit on a counter? No, no, no. It, it sits on the counter. Okay, so it's the mixer, yeah. Yeah, those. I used one before and it was a mess. Too fast well, for yeah. what I was doing. You gotta put the shield on. They come with, like, a shield to, like, keep the flower down. Goes, like, around the outside. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't think I have that. It and you gotta, like, ease into school. it. You can't just start on, like, a high speed, so you gotta be really careful with it. Well, that was messy. Um. So much easier than hand mixing, though. <clears throat> no, for... God. Kneading dough is so annoying. Yeah, I made bread once. Never again. (laughs) Kneading it was just horrible. Thing with cooking as well. So I had a nutrition class back in my summer camp in like middle school or whatever. It was fun. We got to learn a whole bunch of like different recipes and do cooking and stuff. But like, there's so many techniques in cooking that that class opened my eyes to that I like forget. There's like different cutting techniques, like mincing and dicing. And I'm like, I don't know when to use what for what food I'm doing. Um, then there's like a specific way to cut your food, obviously. Like you have to have your hand in like a bridge position with the knife under, and then you hold your meat on like the beginning and end of your hand bridge. Um, that one was really useful. Never cut my hand because of that. Um, and also it's just like, to have the motivation to cook every day, oh my gosh. I don't think I'd be able to. Yeah, that, that is one thing that's That's like the worst part of it all. Yeah, it's. Like coming home from work and then having to cook, oh my god. (laughs) It takes so long to do usually. You know what I mean? Um, that's definitely, like, the hardest part. It's, like, it's so much easier to, you know, stop at wherever on your way home and grab food. Yeah. That'd be costing money. That's why Um, we started doing, like, um, 
the whole meal delivery thing where they, like, give you the ingredients and stuff and the recipe. And then most of them are pretty, like, easy to throw all together and cook. Yeah. Um, since we're talking about the cooking, what do you guys tend to cook usually? Like, how does a week of food look for y'all? Well, right now, we just do those home meal things. Um, So it's really whatever. There's, like, just a whole list you can pick from, and it changes every week, whatever. Um, But in general, if we're talking about, like, my family, um, what we would eat growing up especially is Mm. mostly... Nothing from, like, my dad's side of the family, but it was all from my mom's. So she, uh, her family is Italian and they're Slovak. They're from Czechoslovakia. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what part of Italy. I don't remember. I I don't remember off the top of my head. So we would have a lot of Italian cuisine and we would have a lot of, um, a lot of Slovak cuisine. Um... When it comes to my dad's side of the family, is mostly German and Irish. When it comes to them, we didn't really have much um, growing up of that kind of food too much. Unless we, like, went over my grandma's. But, like, when we were growing up, she lived in Florida before she moved back up here. So, mm-hmm. um, lots of pasta and meatballs. Um, my mom has, we have, like, a secret family sauce recipe, like, I'm sure a lot of Italian families have, um, that we make that's very, very good. Um, we used to do, we used to do that every Sunday. We would go to my grandma's, who has Mm. always lived around here, my mom's mom, and we would have, uh, pasta and meatballs. My mom would wake up at, like, 5 a.m. to, like, cook the meatballs and put them in the sauce. And then they would just, like, cook slowly in the sauce all day until, like, noon. Um, and then we just have whatever kind of pasta. Usually spaghetti. Um, with it as well. Um, what do I want to say? Another thing that we do a lot is risotto. Uh, we have risotto a lot. Uh, usually just, like, an herb and, like, cheese kind of one. Like, nothing, like, super fancy. None of that Gordon Ramsay risotto. Um, (laughs) but good in itself. Um, actually for New Year's Day, or was that Eve? It was New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. I think it was New Year's Day. My mom made, or no. Yeah, it was one of those two days. My mom made, like, risotto and then, like, um pulled pork. The risotto was really good. That was the last time I probably had risotto. Um, We have a lot of pizza. Growing up and even now, I actually just had pizza like two nights ago. Um, We didn't make pizza much. Um, For the most part, we just order pizza whenever we're going to have it. Um... Around here, a lot of Italians settled here, so there's a lot, like, a 
lot of really good pizza places around me. Um, we even have our own type of pizza around here called a Briar Hill that Italians invented. That's like, um, it was basically made by poor Italian mill workers. Um, they didn't have a lot of money. They came here to work in the steel mills. They grew basically, um, peppers, um, mm. a lot of the times to eat in their own gardens. And, um, one, kind of the cheapest cheese then, and probably still is, like, the cheapest kind of cheese now to buy, is, uh, grated Parmesan cheese. So what they would do is they would make, um, pizza with grated Parmesan and then peppers, um, and then, like, obviously sauce and dough. And that's all, because it was a really, really cheap meal to make. And now, like, all the pizza places around here make it. They call it, like, the Briar Hill Pizza. Because that's where it was made. The area of the town was called Briar Hill that um, they started, like, making them a lot in. Because that's where a lot of the Italians settled. Um, now, I have a question for you guys. Because I know it's not, like, <laughs> your culture pizza. Like, pizza isn't, like, you know, in your culture. But I'm sure you eat it. Have you ever had Detroit-style pizza? pizza like, deep dish? Detroit-style? I don't think so. I was gonna ask if you like deep dish or um just like plain New York style better. New York style is definitely my favorite. Just the flat, huge piece of pizza. Wait, great. you know what? <laughs> the Detroit style I have, I have had, because of Pizza Hut, where it's like style? it's those, huh? Do they do Detroit style there? It's the rectangular, like, square-looking pizza, right? Yeah, it's like a deep dish. It's, like, a lot of yeah, yeah, sauce. Yeah, yeah. That makes me sick. Um, <laughs> Gives me heartburn. Too much sauce. I don't know which I prefer. I think I'm gonna have to go with Detroit, to be honest. Something about that pizza just fills me up more than the regular mm -hmm. triangles. It's just because it's more food. Um, per slice, definitely. Uh, gnocchi. I love gnocchi. Um, do you know what that is? Mm -mm. So, gnocchi is... People also call it here, call it gnocchi. Um, it's basically little potato pastas. Um, it's just pasta made from potatoes instead of... I don't know what... it's. I think it's just usually made from wheat. Um, very, very good. If you have good gnocchi, it's going to be, like, super light and fluffy, kind of like, almost like a, you're eating little pillows of, like, pasta. They're very, very good. They're also super, super filling because they're potato. Um, it's, that's probably my favorite kind of, like, pasta. Um. Oh, pesto. We have a lot of pesto, too. I like making pesto with my gnocchi, actually. It's um, just, like, usually a basil sauce um, with, like, pine nuts, garlic, uh, what else? Cheese, um, oil in it. I like to make a variation on this, though, because um, trying to be a little healthier in life, um, I like to make pea pesto. So you make it with, like, a pea base to it. It tastes pretty much the same, but it's just healthier for you. 
It's also, if you have kids at home, it's a great way to get veggies in your kids without them knowing. Because let's be real, peas by themselves taste absolutely horrendous. Um, but in that, they taste really good because you can't tell. Um, my mom made a lot of lasagna and stuffed shells growing up too. I hate lasagna and stuffed shells though. Absolutely hate it. I, they're made with like ricotta cheese usually. Mm. And it's just, it's too much. They're too much. It's too much ricotta. I love, we make a, I don't, I don't know what culture, I think this is from Italian culture. Ricotta pies. Those I like. We make them for Easter. Um, basically just a cheese pie. Amazing. Immaculate. But just like the lasagna and stuffed shells I can't do. Um, I never really had gelato. I know that's really Italian too. Um, tortellini, another kind of pasta. That's up there with my favorites. Just cheese filled, um, pasta. On the flip side to Italian, I also grew up, um, like Polish slash Slovak food, uh, as well. So we'd have pierogies a lot, just uh, potato, little potato, I don't know what to call them, like dumplings, I guess. Uh, usually filled with cheese. Uh, we would make them, my family hand makes them, especially for holidays. And they'll do like ones with prunes and like different, different stuff in them. Um, I hate the prune ones. I don't eat them because prunes are disgusting. Um, I only eat the cheese ones. Um... Also, sauerkraut. We ate a lot of sauerkraut growing up. I never did because I don't like sauerkraut. But that was something that we had a lot with our food that I would have to pick around all the time. With generally our uh, kielbasa we make it a lot with. Um, my I love the story of my great aunt. She was from Czechoslovakia. She came here. She was... um. She lived over there when she was, like, a little girl, and then her family came over here when she was a little girl. And she would tell us about how they would make um, their sauerkraut there, and they would basically just have these giant, like, barrels of cabbage. And they would have all the kids, because you have to, like, crush it down to make it. They would have the kids stand in the barrels and, like, crush it all with their feet, which I find utterly disgusting and probably is one of the reasons that I do not eat it. Because gross. I mean, it's kind of cool, but also, like, I don't want to eat something that touched someone's feet. Um, call me crazy, but, um, kielbasa is another thing that we do a lot. Just, um, type of, I believe it's just type of sausage. Um, we, my, when we are growing up, we would just have it with, like, our sauerkraut. Nothing, like, fancy to it. Um, now, we tend to experiment with it a bit. So, like, we'll be doing them, and we'll bake them with, like, barbecue on them. Or we'll bake them. I like to bake them because I don't really like barbecue. So, I like to bake them with, um, like, strawberry jam on them or grape jelly on them. 
and they turn out really, really good. Um, we'll do ones with like brown sugar, stuff like that as well, kind of like a glaze. Um, it kind of adds, especially the jelly, it adds like a really nice sweet flavor to the kind of savory. Um, potato pancakes. I didn't have as much as that much when I was a kid. I have it a lot more now. Just basically pancake shaped disc of potato. Um, very good. A lot of people will eat it with like sour cream. I don't like sour cream, so I just kind of eat it plain. Um, but that's most of the food that I would have as a kid. We didn't really eat a lot of food that was outside of traditional Italian and Slovak. I mean, we would have, like, tacos and stuff like that, but, like, um, we'd have, like, very generic, what is quote-unquote considered, like, generic Mexican food, I guess. Um, we'd have, like, enchiladas and, uh tacos every once in a while, stuff like that. We'd have jambalaya once in a while. Um, but we w didn't really have much from other cuisines. Like, when we were growing up, we did not have, like, any type of Asian food, especially. Unless we ordered it, we wouldn't have it. My mom just didn't know how to really cook it, so we just never had it. Same with, like, Indian food. We never really had Indian food growing up. Um... Now that I'm an adult, I like to be a lot more adventurous with my cuisine and the foods that I eat. Um, so now, like, I love to make uh, hibachi. Um, I make really good buttered, um, I think it's called buttered chicken. That sounds right. Um, with rice. I would, I worked at a restaurant, not a restaurant, it was like a grocery store with a, uh, with a kitchen, and it talked about a little bit when we were talking about our part-time jobs um, in the first podcast of this season, but um, I would make a lot of different kinds of cuisine there, so I would try and make some Indian food there usually. i make, like, hibachi, I would make um, kielbasa there, all that fun kind of stuff, because we have a very... Uh, a lot of different cultures around where I live. Um, for the German side of my family, really all we would eat is like bratwurst. Bratwurst were a big one when we would go to my great grandpa's. He always had bratwurst for us. Um, that was like one of his his favorite kind of um, things to eat because he was very uh, he was very German and now he's gone now but whenever we go go over there and like roll out we always make sure we have bratwurst um, kind of in honor of him um, a lot of the times when we would go down to see my grandma she would make us um, when she lived down in Florida, we would have a little bit of German food. Like, we'd usually do bratwurst or something like that. We would usually do, um, 
I don't know where chicken and dumplings are from, but we would always do chicken and dumplings. Um, we would also do seafood nights. So, obviously, down in Florida, as you know, Guy, there's a, an abundance of availability to seafood. So, yeah. it was always really cool when we were a kid. Yeah, because she lived down in Tampa. Um... So it was always really cool when we were a kid that we went down there and we could actually have, like, fresh seafood um, and, like, a very, very wide variety of seafood. Um, it was always, like, a really cool thing. I'm not the biggest into seafood, so I would mostly just eat the shrimp that we did, scallops, um, maybe a little bit of crab. Um... That was mostly, but that's what I ate growing up and some of the, like, cultural stuff that I ate. I don't know if you really eat things that are overly similar um, to what I did, but what did, what did you eat growing up, Guy? Well, um, my background, it's going to be short because everyone in my family is from Nicaragua. My whole mom's bloodline is from over there. My whole father's bloodline is from over there. Um, I don't know how they met both here in Miami and they just seem to just come from the same place. But yeah, everyone in my family is from Managua, Nicaragua. So full bloodline, everything they eat has roots over there. Oh my god. Um so whenever I'm in the channel, right, in our Discord server, I always get complaints of frying noises in the background. <laughs> um, the reason for that is because, not just like down south in America, because a lot of the stuff here is fried, but a lot of Hispanic food is kind of unhealthy, I'm not going to lie. Um, there's a lot of fried stuff with it, which I try to not eat a lot of because it's kind of ridiculous um <sighs> nicaragua there's usually what we have which we always make is tajadas and tostones which is fried plantain but it's like cut differently um the tostones they so imagine like a plantain and you cut it, not like the long way, but like in those chunks, you get me? Mm -hmm. Um, And then we get those chunks, and we squish them with a can. At least that's how my family does it. We squish it with a can at the bottom. So it's like a... It's like a circle of plantain that's like spread out. And then you fry those. Those are so good. Oh my god. I always grab like one or two because they're, they're so good. And then the the, the, the tajadas. Those, they're cut the long way. And then you just fry those. They're like slices of the plantain. And then you fry them and then you got the tajadas. Those are really good. You'll find them everywhere at a fritanga down here. I always get them. They're really good. Um, 
another thing we have is uh queso seco which is like this white cheese it's not your regular cheese um it's kind of like crumbly not like a solid cheese um it's usually used as like a mm, i wouldn't say like flavor enhancer but it just it it kind of does just give you a food more flavor to it um it's a super salty cheese like really salty and you kind of just like sprinkle it over your rice and beans which we call here gallo pinto or what people do which i love but i stopped eating it because it was really bad um it's queso frito which is fried cheese we fry that cheese and we eat it like that like that is so bad for you so i like kind of stopped but um really good you'll find that in the fritanga as well um <clears throat> we do carne asada here too that t- it tastes so good i took it to my workplace back when i was working at walgreens for thanksgiving and christmas when i first took my food at for thanksgiving everyone wanted more they're like oh my god you should do this when we do for christmas like the steak was so good and what we use in i kind of know some we eat, um cook it is i'm probably gonna butcher it but it's no i'm, I'm not even gonna say it, actually that's mm, it's like a like sour orange um you pronounce that be right something like that i don't know it's a sour orange that we use and it gives the steak so much flavor it's really good um what else hmm oh so we have this dessert called manuelita and what that is is oh my god i it's like i don't even want to say it's like a pancake no it looks like a pancake before you fold it um it's like a a tortilla wrap but in it you could put that same cheese you could put sugar um you could do both you could put cinnamon you could really put like anything you want in it those things oh my god i took it for christmas i remember um my aunt helped me make it cuz she knew how to do it for so my grandmother and those were so good it was the manuelita but inside we had the same salty cheese with sugar and there was something else i think it was cinnamon i think it was cinnamon 
But it was it, it was so good because like the saltiness of the cheese, it like contrasts so well against the sugar that we put. Cause I think it was powdered sugar that we did. Oh my god, delicious. Um in my dad's house, we don't eat we don't eat pasta at all. There's not one recipe of pasta that I remember them doing ever. Um, and my mom's, she does. And she dumps the whole red sauce jar, which I do not like. I hate all that sauce in my pasta. I can't. Um, I like the vodka sauce. I like Alfredo. Uh, when we meet up, I am going to <laughs> make from scratch pasta sauce for you. Because I feel like you've never had, oh, like, actual Lord. homemade pasta sauce. No, I always had store-bought jars. And it's from that one brand. I'm about to open your mind. It. I'm about to take, I like to, one thing that I like to do with pasta sauce is, because I have acid reflux um, pretty bad, so mm-hmm. red sauce will upset that a lot of the times. So, I like to make red sauce and alfredo sauce, mix them together. Wait. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mix the upright with the red. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I should stay away. Um. The thing with seafood that you were saying, my mom... I don't know if it's seafood. No, it's... My mom loves doing salmon, which I'm not too big of a fan in. Like, if it's cooked, I'll eat it, but, like, it's not what I would prefer. Um. Also, the mercury in salmon is kind of yikes. So I tend to stay away from it. Um. I love me some butterfly shrimp. Ooh. Makes them. They're so good. I crave those. I will ask for them. I need to learn how to make them. They're so good. Um. What else? Crab claws. Woo! We have a Chinese food place near us. And we would order the crab claws. They were so good. And my mom made them one time, and they were so good, too. I just love crab. Um, mm. Baking-wise? We don't make too much of our own desserts, like heritage wise. I think my mom does like a tres leches thing. But no one on my dad's side of the family really does desserts. Other than the Manolita, but those are good. 
I'm probably gonna ask, I should ask my aunt for those. Yeah, with Italian, there's a tiramisu. I know we don't really do. We don't really make that. There's a gelato. Uh, I don't know if ice cream's really fit or baking. It's kind of, kind of not. We don't make that. Um, we do make clothespins. Um, which you pro probably don't know what a clothespin is, but it's a cookie. No, I I feel like you guys have told me that before, and I yeah. literally was like. That usual reaction, like, huh? What is that? And then I googled it. Yeah. So it's a, it's like a, kind of a cream puff almost, maybe a little denser, um, outside with cream in the middle. And why it's called clothespins or another name is lady fingers is because um, how you make them is you either use clothespins or your like finger to roll them and then put the cream in the middle. Mm -hmm. Um. Very, very, very good. That I believe that's an Italian um cookie. <gasps> oh, the <gasps> I love these. I love them. I had to Google them again. But oh my god, I love make. them. Like we do, we make a lot. We make a lot of cookies, especially for Christmas. A lot, a lot of Italian cookies are like specifically, kind of for Christmas. I feel like. Um. Mm -hmm. Oh, we'll make these. Um. Oh, trying to pronounce them, pizzicati. It's like an Italian pinch cookie. Um. They are, the dough's like a shortbread um, type cookie, and then you usually put like a, lose like a frosting and sprinkles on top. Mm -hmm. um, those are very good, and I think usually uh, you'd put like a, what do I want to say, filling inside of them. Oh yeah, I didn't think about this. Um, pitzels. We do make pitzels. Um. Those are one thing that we always make. We will either make them with vanilla or we will make them with anise, which anise, if you don't know, it basically tastes like black licorice. It's very close to that flavor. I know who we've had on the show before, Alan, they also make mm -hmm. pit cells. They make chocolate ones, though, and then um, I think they use chocolate and then they'll use... Um, like in the dough cocoa powder, and then they'll use for the extract that you put in, they use mint. So it's like a mint chocolate thing, or peppermint. You said, so it's like a peppermint chocolate thing. Um, I don't know how to describe how a pit salt tastes. Um, it's I. I really do not know. It's it's kind of its own taste. They're very very good though. Um, we don't really make cannolis. Um, they're kind of too much of a pain um, to make. So I think it's really just like what we usually have are like Italian sugar cookie type things. Um, pit cells and then clothespins. And then I don't know if it is. I think it's Italian, but we make... 
ricotta pie for Easter. And I believe that's that's I don't think we do anything Italian. Easter. Oh, and spritz. I didn't know spritz were Italian. Spritz are basically little like very tiny cutout cookies almost. That you then will like decorate with like um usually like sprinkles or something like that. We'll usually put like dye in ours to like color them and everything. They're very good. They're very, very good if you freeze them and then eat them right out of the freezer. Best time to eat them. <clears throat> That's really all the baking things that are like specifically, you know, my culture that I can think of. I don't. Mm, I know there's more. I know for a fact. There's more, we just don't do them. So I'm not really too familiar with them. Mm. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like... Hmm? Nothing. I feel like the dangers of baking is a lot less than cooking, too. Because, you know, if you eat raw or not cooked thoroughly chicken and beef, you're most definitely gonna get food poisoning. But, like, baking-wise, if it doesn't involve the eggs um and even then sometimes you might get away with no salmonella but like obviously the eggs the dairy um you just gotta make sure that that's not expired and then No, I wouldn't even see the dairy. Because if the dairy's fine, the even if it's not cooked thoroughly through, like nothing there is fine. It's really just the eggs that you gotta look, watch out for. What I deal with at least. But with cooking again, not cooked thoroughly meat is yikes. Yeah, I think that's all I, I wanted that's to all I had. About. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so you already said that our to topic for next week is going to be Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Two, I think, what, two days before actual Valentine's two days Day. Before. Fellas, if you don't know that, make sure you go get your lady something or your fella something, whatever. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so if you enjoy listening to us, please give us five stars, follow us, uh, subscribe to us, whatever it is, whatever whatever it is, wherever you're listening. Helps new people find us and all that fun stuff. And come back next week 
on the, that would be the 12th then, uh, to listen to our thoughts on Valentine's Day. <laughs>